Too many entrepreneurs are struggling to seize the unique opportunities available in business today. The Get Clear Podcast is here to connect the best people with best tools so that they can reach their business goals. Now, please welcome the host of the Get Clear Podcast, John Morrison. You know, one of the things I love about being in the StoryBrand community, about being a certified guide, is that you actually get the chance to rub shoulders with a lot of cool people. And they come from all sorts of backgrounds, right? Because the StoryBrand book has only been around for about just two and a half years at the time of this recording. And all these people are kind of, they've bought in, right? They've made a huge investment to get certified. They have to re-up with another uh, big investment every single year. And they're all trying to grow their business by helping companies uh, clarify how they talk about what they do, create marketing collateral that works. And But they're business owners too, right? Because their businesses are all growing as the, the story brand message gets out there as more and more people uh, want to hire guides to get uh, clear in their marketing. And so they've got problems of scale and, and staffing and, uh, you know, want to use great tools to, to be efficient. And so I love talking with them about, you know, story brand. It's kind of our bread and butter, but we also love to talk about ideas. I mean, that's what entrepreneurs do, right? It's kind of like our version of cocaine. We talk about ideas. We get a, a, a super high buzz. It ends up costing us a little bit. And then we recover and get back into actual the trenches of growing a business. So I got a chance to talk to a guy named David McArdle. It was our first conversation ever, but we just connected on a lot of levels. And I'm excited to let you hear about some of the things that he has to share about how to scale a business, how to grow a business, how to deal with staff, some logistical stuff. But also uh, we do talk about websites as well, because that's his thing. He's growing a business uh, and uh, serving his clients and, and applying the story brand framework to websites. And so we talk a lot about websites as well, but it does clearly shift at one point when we started talking about uh, a few hacks about how to be an entrepreneur. So there's a little something for everybody in this session. And I just want to introduce you to story brand guide, David McArdle. Here he is. Well, hey, everybody. I am here with the great David McArdle. He's the owner of Indie Web Designers in Indianapolis, Indiana. David, welcome to the Get Clear podcast. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Hey, it's been so fun to connect with you. And I love connecting with so many story brand guides who all have these amazing paths. And there's usually something that happened in their life where they get this disruption or they find that they add story brand to what they're already doing. But most often, somebody is doing something pretty interesting and then they move into the story brand world to do other interesting things. So I learned about you today that you used to be in aviation. Could you tell us about what you did there? I mean, we're not here to talk about aviation. I think my head's in the clouds enough as it goes. But I just think it's interesting how you got into the story brand world. So why don't you just share it with us just by means of introduction, that background of yours? Yeah. So by by education and every other measurable, you know, metric, I, I'm I'm a pilot and I've always been a pilot. Um, the neat thing about that is you kind of work odd hours, you go places, a lot of times you travel for a while, sit in a place for a long period of time without much to do, and you fly back. So uh, during a lot of my free time uh, in aviation, I began to teach myself uh, web design and coding and uh, getting to the point where I was able to start building sites for people no matter where I was and decided uh, getting a lot of uh, requests and referrals, uh, decided to try to kind of make it a, a full-time thing. And so now uh, I kind of pair my web design expertise with story brand marketing framework. And so giving that combination to clients um, kind of provides a unique service 
And we've been able to market that really well to the point where we're beginning to now grow our business. You know, it's so interesting because here you are sitting as a, in a cushy job, you know, pays well as a pilot. And uh, all of a sudden you just want to take up another skill and become a web designer. Like, I think entrepreneurs can now smell other entrepreneurs. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to a pure entrepreneur here who wants to do a little side hustle on top of his work as a pilot. Uh, very cool, David. Congratulations on on teaching yourself about web design and now how to run a business. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I would definitely kind of, I'd be one of those serial entrepreneur folks. So I think I think I found the one that's going to really, um, we're going to be able to grow this thing into a, uh, a really fun opportunity and hopefully impact a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now, a telltale sign of an entrepreneur is you look at their, uh, their either their GoDaddy account or whatever they use to buy domains and they've got you know, several of them all, all on the, the trash pile of, of good ideas that never materialize. Is that true of you, David? Do you have a bunch of uh, URLs that you never actually have used, but thought one time that would be a great yes. idea? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so before I got into web design and what actually kind of prompted that when I, I was in aviation and flying and I actually started a company that would help train pilots for airline interviews. Um, it's very, very challenging. It's uh, very technical. There's, there's a lot of information in an interview that can be covered. So we built a testing platform and oh boy, it's been a few years. So I'm trying to remember. I think it, so our website was flysmarterfaster.com. There you go. And all of a sudden I said, I thought all these ideas, I thought I could do something smarterfaster.com. And so it became live smarterfaster.com, eat smarterfaster.com, think smarterfaster.com. And <laughs> any smarterfaster.com that uh, I could get my hands on and kind of generate an idea for. I went ahead and bought, and I, 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 <laughs> that's been long enough now that I think most of those have expired. So I think they're still out there. If you're you had a you had a um, whole empire that was built around an idea, and one over one night probably. You know, you lost some sleep because oh, yeah, it was such it was, a good idea. No, it was one day. I was sitting in an airport terminal, just waiting for a flight, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's just like. Light bulbs are going off and I'm just getting on GoDaddy and just bye, 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 bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you know, I think, I think cocaine actually gives you a similar kind of high from what I've heard. But, you know, entrepreneurs, yeah, entrepreneurs may not do cocaine, but if they buy domains, it, it provides the same amount of serotonin and adrenaline. And, oh, it sure does. <laughs> anyway, so uh, one entrepreneur to another, I totally get it. Uh, one of the things that gets an entrepreneur going is a problem in the world, right? They see a problem. And they kind of get like Popeye, right? They roll up their sleeves and they say, that's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. And then they pound their spinach and go solve the problem, right? I don't know. Maybe I just filtered out a whole bunch of people that had never seen Popeye before. But I was raised with Popeye. And yeah. uh, he, he eventually saw a problem. And it got so overwhelming. He just had to do something to stop it. Uh, for you, uh, in our brief interactions, I do understand that websites, uh, poorly designed websites, cluttered up websites was really bothering you. And you said, I think I could fix this. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah, I um, you know, we we don't visit a website today that you're 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 struggling to find a solution to whatever it is. You go to a website typically, unless you're reading news or watching cat videos, you're going to um, to solve the problem. You're you're Google something, you look within the first one to five hits, looks right, you go to it, and if you're brought to a site that now you have to navigate a whole lot to find your to find to see if they can really solve your problem or if you're just looking something up, you know, that's really frustrating. We're, we're in the immediate gratification world now. And so, um, and with so many people searching mobily, um, you know, it, I I'm, I'm, don't need to harp on mobile res- responsiveness or anything like that because we should all know that by now. 
but there's still so many business business owners, especially small business owners. And that's where my heart goes out to is because these people are spending, you know, 60, 80 hours a week in their company, working their business. They don't have time to fix their website and, um, you know, or they just, they think getting somebody to do it, it's too expensive. They've tried, you know, large agencies or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's just outside their budget. And so we really sought out really to, to meet, local small businesses. You know, that's why we're called indie web designers. So people would understand, you know, we're here in Indianapolis that doesn't limit us. We work with anybody that wants to work with <laughs> right. us, but, um, but we as long really as they don't work, as long things. as they don't mind working with someone from Indiana, right? Which comes that's with its right. own, as long as they don't mind, comes with its own baggage. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, no, we really, we really wanted to be, be there for small business owners, medium sized business owners that knew they needed a new website or maybe they didn't, but where they knew and they just didn't know where to go. And, um, they want to work with somebody local. We've had so many businesses, um, you know, we say, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll drive an hour to meet you. We'll have a meeting and they're, and they're just shocked. They're blown away. Like what? You're going to come here and meet and and talk with us. Well, yeah. How else are we going to really get a feel for your business, Mm -hmm. where your heart is and what message you want to, you want to give to your customers It you, you really, we provide that kind of personal interaction. So mm-hmm. that was the big problem we saw is just, there's so many, there's so many websites out there that just need, they need some work. They need some simplification. Websites are no longer repositories of information where you just put, you dump as much content and text as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to simplify things. And so um, we want to kind of be that outside perspective that comes in and looks and says, Hey, here are the main things that you need to talk about. Again, it's kind of the first date analogy. Here's what people are trying to get to understand and to know about what you do. And now give them an opportunity to start an interaction with you so they can mm-hmm. kind of take that next step. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we develop sites that uh, can, can do a whole number of different things to kind of create that first interaction. Mm-hmm. What would you say the purpose of a website is? I mean, not many people articulate it because we just all assume we have to have one. And I, I hope people assume that they have to have one because you can't just get away like you could maybe 10 years ago with not having a website. But what, what, what is it ultimately for? Look yeah. at us asking well, the big existential questions today of, of yeah. life and No, and, and I, that's a great question. And, um, and it's it, it different for different businesses. Um, some businesses, if you're just informational, you know, and just if a website's just providing information and just, then that's the goal. Provide information, but provide easy navigation, clear access to it. Most businesses are trying to sell a product or service. And so the goal of that product or service, um, or the goal of the website, a lot of people think it's to sell the product service. And yes, that might be the end result, but the website needs to introduce you, you know, as a guide, it needs to take that first step of introducing you, you, your brand, your company, whatever it is, as saying, Hey, we can help you solve your problem. That's the job of the website. We can help you because people aren't going to websites. You're not going to a lawn care website just to look for pretty pictures of lawn. You're going because your grass looks awful and you need help. So the goal of the website is to introduce you and say, Hey, I can help you. You know, we've helped other people before we understand what you're going through. Here's how to get started. Mm-hmm. And if your website doesn't do those things, then then people are going to get confused. They're not really going to understand how you can help them mm-hmm. and they'll move on. And your content actually could be part of establishing you as a trustworthy guide. A guide is one who solves problems. So if you can solve a little micro problem with a blog or a PDF resource, then the assumption is that you can then solve the bigger problem that they can hire you out for, right? Or, or hold hands through the whole process of solving all the little micro problems to be the big macro problem. But that's good. I like the way you said that. Establish yourself, your company, your brand as the guide. And that's the whole purpose. It's just develop trust, develop trust, 
with your words, with your images, with your videos. It's all about establishing trust because we know that at the, at the core of every business relationship is trust, right? No trust, no Absolutely. business. Absolutely. Cool. So, Hey, as you've been on the journey, um, one of the things that, that you mentioned that you really appreciate about being an entrepreneur and business owner is the logistical side of it. And that, that threw me. I thought, you know, of all the things you want to talk about, you want to talk about logistics. And I thought a creative person wanting to talk about logistics. And I thought, what kind of a sick man is this that he <laughs> enjoys this kind of thing? Because most creatives, right? That's their Achilles heel of their business yeah, is the back end stuff, right? But you've actually, I know as you were talking about how you've run your business, you're, it's very structured, strategic. As a result, you've been able to bring on more staff. You've seen growth. I can imagine your clients are being served, even though here you are in the middle of the day, having, a, a, uh, having time to have a podcast interview. So how have you done it, David? Uh, do share with us a little bit, because I think there's a lot of people that would love to hear some of uh, how you've leveraged logistics to grow your creative business. Yeah. Well, I'm a, so I'm a sucker for um, business development and um, you know, I, I think listening to the StoryBrand podcast and the interviews that they have on a regular basis. Um, and then, I mean, I go, I go read those books. Um, you know, I like, I like understanding, you know, the future planning, um, the, the accounting, the, you know, kind of timing, okay, who's the next type of person that we need to hire? Uh, what are we, what are we going to be doing different in six months that we're not doing now? And how do we, how do we plan for that? What's the next you know, what's the next big product or project that we're going to roll out, you know, in the next couple of years, um, that's going to kind of elevate our business to the next level. Those are the things that get me excited uh, about thinking about. And so, you know, rather than spending a ton of my time working, building websites, which I really enjoy doing, I like the creative aspect of it and the problem solving. The, uh, that's why I fell in love with code is because the, just the problem solving you, every client comes to you with a new problem that you haven't figured out before, but I knew to really grow my business, I needed to be able to elevate my role past that. Um, so then now you're hiring somebody to kind of do the work you were doing. And now you have to mentor them. You have to coach mm -hmm. them. So everybody talks about finding the right hire. You know, it's all about finding the right people getting the right people on the bus and the right positions and everything. And I was yeah. so blessed that, uh, that, and I didn't, I, I wish I could say I found him. He came to me looking for a job also a self-trained guy. And so I'm like, okay, well, here's somebody that is highly motivated. They've, they've trained themselves. Now I've seen the work that they do. I know, I know from his current job, it wasn't in web design. It was completely unrelated kind of in the sales aspect. I know he, he knows how to talk to people, which is good. Cause then, you know, he can begin to do, you know, my, or help me with, you know, meeting clients. Cause I said, you know, we're very personable. We're going to have one-on-one -on -one meetings when we can uh, with new clients. So, I kind of found, you know, the diamond in, in the rough, you know, a, a web developer coder person with enormous people skills. Right. Um, who, who knows how and, to shave and uh, cut their hair and wear a collared shirt, it, right? Exactly. Yes. And so, so now it's, it's how do I, how do I mentor and grow him and make sure he has all the tools he needs while still forecast planning, while still making sure there's enough money in the bank to pay everybody's salary and to pay our expenses. So, that is, that is what I get excited about. You know, I'll sit down for an hour each week and just kind of have a mental brainstorming session where mm -hmm. you know, I close everything and, and get all the distractions and notifications away and say, okay, you know, are we still headed in the same place in the next six months that I wanted to last week, two weeks ago? Um, you know, are the ideas we had working, you know, are our lead measures where they need to be to continue kind of the growth and to fund the business? 
so so you're right. That's kind of where my head revolves around. Mm-hmm. Like um, a, thinking like a business owner and not just a freelancer, right? Exactly. And so, um, so a little sneak peek for anybody that might be listening, kind of one of the big projects on our, on my mind in the next couple of years, uh, hopefully the next year is we want to develop coursework that it starts me getting, taking people from freelancers to business owners Oh, cool! and give them all the tools that, that I've discovered, um, that I've found from other people, anything that we've built to kind of empower them to grow, like start their own business. So that rather than be a freelancer or just kind of taking on jobs, they can begin to really find their niche and feel like they have the tools to run a real business. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's a great little preview because we can, uh, we can keep an eye on you and, and, and that hopefully that'll be available when it, sometime in the, in this year, 2020, or should we expect it next year? No, it'll be, it'll be later. So um, yeah. part of that is as, as um, my developer comes on and on ramps and begins to take some of my w- development workload, mm-hmm. then I'll begin so we're gonna we've got about a six month on ramp for him mm-hmm. to really kind of get up to speed before I'm gonna be comfortable kind of working on a yeah. separate project. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course you gotta have the staff in place to free you up to take the next step, right? So exactly. important. And um, what resource? I know you love consuming resources. You t- you told me how you listen to every one of the Story Brand podcasts uh, um, twice now. I hope people do that with <laughs> with this podcast at some some yeah. point. Uh, <laughs> such as loyalty and devotion is amazing. I hope you listen to it on two times the speed or else that's a lot of your time. Do, can you, do you listen to it on two times? I, I do. I, I'm very good at double speed. I'm, I'm a yeah. podcast, audible junkie and yeah. everything's double speed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's the best resource that has been hawked from that podcast that, that, that you found the mm-hmm. most success, the most fruit? So um, something I recommend for every small business owner, people getting started, solopreneurs is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Because if you cannot organize your money in your account in a way that you can actually pay yourself and pay the bills and have kind of some money set aside for taxes, when tax season rolls around, you're not going to stay in business very long. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to get tired of not making any money. And so reading that book um, was, was revolutionary to me. And it, but it takes some work. Um, so you're literally going to have to go to your bank and say, hey, guess what? I'm going to open up five brand new checking accounts. And they're going to look <laughs> at me and be like, what? Because uh, it's going to be a lot of work for them. They're going to be like, wait, what? And so um, kind of a funny story. So my, the bank I use in town here, I went and did that exact same thing. And the uh, branch manager happened to be in, in that day. She came out. She's like, hey, tell me about this. I've never heard of this. What do you do? Why, why are you doing it this way? I explained it to her, um, helped just kind of organize where my money goes, make sure I'm not spending too much. Within a year, she has told me five more people have come into her bank and said, hey, I need to open up five accounts. And, you know, she'll get wind of it and she's like, hey, are you doing profit first? Said, yeah, <laughs> do you know that? And so she's like, yeah, we That's awesome. profit first. And so now it builds her credibility uh, as a bank manager saying, hey, I know what you're doing. We want to help you be successful right. at that. So, you know, let us know how else we can help. And yeah, and so I just kind of have my little routine. But if you don't do that, you're not going to pay yourself. And then you're going to think you're paying yourself, but you're running a business. And business should make profit. And so what do you do with that profit? Are you making profit plus your salary? You know, what do you want to do when you want to bring, when you hire somebody, how do you know you're going to be able to pay them? Well, so I, for my example, you know, I set aside a salary bucket for my new hire. And six months before he was, I even hired him, I started paying that bucket like I was paying him each month. 
Mm-hmm. And so for six months, I said, okay, yeah, I can, I can keep doing this. And now I've got a reserve set aside yeah, in case, perfect. you know, we have a slow month. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to make the accounting side so much easier for you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, no, I read that book and, and tried to implement it. Still trying, you know, like you said, it is a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot uh, of work. So I've got the accounts and I, you know, I'm, I'm working on it myself too, but it's good to hear another, uh, another entrepreneur say that because I think just, just picking up the book would be so helpful mm-hmm. for somebody. And yeah. my wife certainly appreciates the fact that we know there's going to be a set salary uh, for us. Right. And, Absolutely. and, and I know everybody that's done this has been like, you know, just for the sake of your marriage, it's good to have uh, <laughs> right. money, money coming in regularly, right. For your budget and stuff. Absolutely. Cool. Any other hack that you could give us, you know, just if, if there was one last little nugget we could take from this, um, in this interview, David, what would that be? That's uh, another resource that's helped you along your journey of growing your business. Yeah. You know, everybody finds their ways of, of working smarter, not harder. You know, for me in the web design world, it, it was getting off of WordPress. Uh, I am, I'm one of the few, I'm, I'm an, I won't say I'm anti WordPress, but, um, <laughs> I would, you know, so I, I'm definitely anti WordPress and not <laughs> afraid to, to, to boast about that. <laughs> yeah. So you can, I, um, you can go ahead, f- speak freely. You're amongst okay. brethren here. Fair enough. So I spent so much time fixing and updating or spending time fixing WordPress site issues. It, it was just a waste of my time. And, and, and it was eating up a lot of time. And so I finally found a different platform to work on. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, this is my, my secret sauce right now. So I'm not going to get too much into that, but it has saved a tremendous amount of time when it comes to developing and supporting and hosting websites. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was, it was analyzing my time. Okay. What, what's taking up a lot of that time that is, is unproductive. I mean, a lot of my time was web development, but that's what makes the money. Okay. So that's obviously going to be a big part of my time, but a lot of the support stuff or when things were breaking down, that was unproductive time. So I guess the root cause to that is, or root hack to that is making sure you're tracking your time, make sure you're keeping track of what you're doing on a regular basis. And there's tons of apps and programs out for that. So I would just make sure, Hey, track your time and then analyze, make sure it's, it's really what you want to be doing. And if it's not, see if there's another tool out there that can help you um, mm-hmm. just be a little bit more efficient or smarter. Right. If it's somebody, if it's, sorry, if it's something that's essential to the business, but you're not the best person to do it, then finding someone else that can, that actually loves doing it. Right. Cause I found a lot of the stuff exactly. that I'm just, just competent at, which is scary. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I'm incompetent at that that's easy to outsource, mm-hmm. but when you're yeah. competent at something, you can do it and you can bear the brunt of the, you know, the work and the extra hours and you're just, completely wasted by the end of the day because you've been doing it because you're just competent at it. But there's so many people that excel at it. Find those people, yeah. right? And that's been a, a key to being able to scale uh, for me, even being able to, to start a podcast was because I found people that could excel where I was just competent so that I could do the stuff, which is this, which I actually love. This would be my unique ability, right? The, the thing that I love yeah. doing that no one else in my business or circle uh, can do. And so we do that, right? And that's kind of what you're saying, I think, is some of these things are just total time suckers and, and they're just not profitable for us. Whereas, you know, if we could get into your unique ability, then you can find that you can actually uh, scale, right? Absolutely. That's great. Hey, David, this has been a fun conversation. I really appreciate your time. Uh, David is the, again, owner of Indie Web Designers and you could go check him out at www.indiewebdesigners.com. There's a nice little PDF there. It's called Why Your Website Is Not Converting Visitors Into Buyers and How to Fix It. David, quick promotion on that, why should we go out and uh, you know sacrifice our hard-earned email 
address to join your funnel so that we could get this resource. Why is it worth it? You know, we spend a lot of time putting putting some some thought into that um, because most most websites aren't working as well as they should be, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of websites are actually turning people off. And so, you'll find a lot of good resources in that guide. Um, you know, it's just our little way of of providing value and providing some new ideas, new insights to to look at your website with fresh eyes. A lot of times we look at our website, we've seen it so many times, we kind of just grow numb to what it looks like. So we need to kind of come at it from a fresh perspective. And so hopefully, hopefully, you know, our guide can kind of provide a little bit of kind of thought provoking questions mm-hmm. um, and things like that to kind of just get the juices flowing just so you can really decide, okay, is, is it time that we do update our website? Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully it's just kind of a thought provoking idea generator for you. Yeah. Even if they take just one or two ideas from it and it helps, right. That's well worth, it's well worth the Absolutely. giving up the, and surrendering you know, our email our, to you. Yeah. And we don't, <laughs> you know, we really try to, we, we spend a lot of thought into our emails. We don't, we don't go crazy um, sending them out. We, we really try to investigate what are the current big topics in, in web design um, mm-hmm. for business owners. So we understand people looking at this are business owners. They're not web designers. So we kind of come at web design from a business owner's perspective. So that it's really valuable content for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So you're not going to get a bunch of random jargony sales stuff. Yeah. Good. Well, that's awesome. Hey, thanks for your contributions to... Uh, the Get Clear podcast for uh, what you're doing as a rising star in the Story Brand community. And I really do uh, wish you all the best this coming year, David. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, John. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Happy uh, 2020. Thank you. If you need help getting a clear message for your business, or you need a website you truly love, visit getclear.ca. If you liked what you heard today, please leave an honest review on whatever platform you're using to listen. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Get Clear Podcast. We look forward to sharing another great episode coming up soon.